0: Okay, here we go. Everybody say, my cup runneth over. What does it mean to overflow with God's blessing? And this is the question that we're going to be answering in the next few weeks. What does it mean to overflow with God's blessing? Today, we're going to talk about what we sang about a little while ago, and that is goodness and mercy. I'm only going to take a few minutes to share what's in me this morning and talk to you about what is in me, but I want to talk to you first about what it was born from. And so before I can do that, I want to read with you or to you or for you in the hearing of your ears, Psalm 23. So if you would turn in your Bibles with me this morning to Psalm 23. Psalm 23 reads like this the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want well we could spend about a month and a half right there if the Lord is my shepherd I have no want the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he makes me Lie down in green pastures. He doesn't allow me to lie down in the brown ones. Right. The dead ones. Come on. The dry ones. Amen. He said, that isn't for you. Right. Well, Why are you trying to camp out in that place that isn't for you? Right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He makes me. Everybody say, he makes me. He makes me. He makes me. <laughs> he makes me. Well, then he sounds like a mean God. Well, I don't know that it's a mean God that makes me lie down where it's green. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters, not the rough ones, not the ones that can sweep me away. If I'm getting swept away, at some point, I stop letting him lead. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness so that he is glorified for his name's sake. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear the evil that is present. Why? Because you are with me. Your rod and your staff in the middle of it all comfort me every time. You prepare a table before me right in the middle of my enemies. And in the middle of my enemies, you anoint my head with oil. And in the middle of my enemies, my cup overflows. Surely then in the middle of my enemies goodness and mercy will follow every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every single day. Every day. Every day. Every day. I said every day. I said every day. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me every day of my life. All the days of my life. All the days. How many days? How many days? How many days? No, how many days? Let's be realistic about it. How many days? Well, it depends on what realistic is. If I'm looking realistically from the Adam nature, then I'm saying, well, that depends. It could be 30 years, could be 60 years, could be whatever years, might just be today. If I'm looking from his perspective, all the days, that means every day. If I'm breathing air... If I'm sucking oxygen, if I'm spewing carbon dioxide, goodness is chasing me down. What I love about goodness and mercy is goodness and mercy, they don't care who your enemies are. They don't even, goodness and mercy doesn't even care who your friends are. You know who goodness and mercy cares about? Goodness and mercy, what matters to goodness and mercy is who you are. Not who your friends are. Not who your enemies are. Not where you've been. Goodness and mercy cares about who you are. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me every day, every day, every day. How many days? How many days? How many days? How many days days? every day? And, 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 I will dwell in the house of Yahweh, the Lord, Elohim. I will dwell in the house of the Lord, for ever Ever. wow 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 Wow. when is the last time you got all of this in you Uh in one setting He makes me lie down in the greeny places. We have something for our dogs called greenies. Helps their breath and their teeth. And when they go outside and they don't go somewhere, we or they don't do what we want them to do, we can say, "You want a greeny?" And it doesn't matter where they know what a greeny is. It's not what you're thinking. It's a bone that's green. You want a greenie? And no matter where they are in that yard, you yell out, you want a greenie. It doesn't matter if you can see them or not. You will see them. They will take you out to get to the greenie. I'm asking you today, you want a greenie? How many want a greenie? Make you lie down in greenie pastures lead you beside still waters. So let me talk about this. You ready for this this morning? My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me. You anoint my head with oil and my cup, it overflows in the presence of all who are around me. You know, when you get to the place where you're not looking and trying to figure out who's the enemy and who's the friend, suddenly you can begin to focus on who's the one who wants to fill your cup. We spend so much try- time trying to figure out if this is my friend or my foe. Yeah. We lose sight of the one who says, does it really matter That's right, yeah. in light of eternity? Yeah. Right. That's right. And he you said, you're making your bed in the presence of your enemies. I'm trying to make your, your bed in a green pasture in the presence of your enemies and your friends and everybody else. Yeah. So this is what's cool. Super cool thing. So we do this thing called prayer every Wednesday morning at six o'clock. We come in here and we walk around, and Jenny Kerner leads it, guides it, gives direction to it, keeps the vision focused for it, and it's never without intent and purpose. and we come in and every Wednesday when we get here we'll sit down and we'll, she'll discuss what Holy Spirit has released to her over the last few days or whenever I don't know I don't pick that deep but however, whenever she got it and she'll share that and then she'll say is anybody hearing anything and she'll talk about it but she's, it's always good it's always powerful and then intercession our prayer our time of prayer for the next 30 minutes or so is focused on that then we come back and we discuss that again. It's powerful. If you haven't been, I would encourage you to be at 6 o'clock every Wednesday morning, if you can be. But she said something this week that provoked some thought in me. She does that every week, but this week particular in particular, she said something that I wrote down, and I'm going to share it with you right now. Are you ready? And I'm not even sure in the context Jenny that you shared this but I know that I couldn't get it and I couldn't find my note card that I had written notes on Sunday, uh, Wednesday morning so I had the context written I don't have it today but I've got this and she said I know it's coming but it's unexpected huh. Huh. the blessing yeah. I know it's coming but it's unexpected such a paradoxical statement they look opposed to one another and yet they lead to the same place. That's what that means. They look like they're going one is going east and one is going west and yet somehow they end up at exactly the same spot. I know it's coming. But it is unexpected. I know what's coming. I just have no idea what it looks like and I listened to that and I listened to her say that and I couldn't get away from that in fact she was actually saying that during prayer while we were actually praying it wasn't something she said in the beginning it was while we were praying and she began to prophesy and she was walking up and down the middle of the aisle and she said that she said I know it's coming and I listen I listen if you come and you pray Wednesday morning I'm listening to what you say because you might be saying something that I need to hear and I hope you're listening to what I'm saying and we listen to what each other says And it struck a chord in me. And then somebody said something about goodness and mercy and how it follows us. And Holy Spirit spoke something again in me. And I want to talk about it today. I want to talk about both of these. I know it's coming, but it's unexpected. When we think about the statement, my cup runneth over, when I think about that statement, my cup runneth over, and I consider for a second, for just a moment, what does that mean? For most probably in this room, when you first hear that, it's nothing more than a verse written in the Bible. For many in here, you may not have even known that it was in the 23rd Psalm. It's irrelevant. It's not important if you knew where it was. What is important is how you interpret it. What is important is where do you apply it. When you hear me say, my cup runneth over... When you hear that, do you think I'm talking about my cup? Or am I talking about yours? Because at the end of the day, I have no control over what your cup provides, what's in your cup, how much, how little, how, mu- how great. What measure is in your cup? I have no control over that, but I have control over what's in my cup. Because I can provide a place for my cup to not only be full, I'm not interested in a full cup. The nature of overflow is it's overflowing only because there's something that continues to be poured into it. I just spit on everybody on the first two rows. I'm sorry. but if your cup is full and somebody asked you said how's your cup today my cup is full that should not be celebrated wow. my cup is full oh I'm sorry <laughs> that means you stopped listening it means you stopped hearing See, when our cup is full, you got to keep in mind when he leads us beside still waters as the psalm says and when he takes us to that place and he makes us to lie down in green pastures and he brings us to this place, it's not so that we can say this is as green as it gets. It's so that he can say this is just where we're beginning. Yeah, yeah. See, when I look at that cup and if my cup is just full... And it stays full, that means nothing's coming into that. You know what happens when nothing comes into that cup? At some point mold begins to develop. And what started as green becomes nasty. It's like that cheese you left in your fridge. Trying to create penicillin. Thank you. That just happened in our fridge. That's why I'm using that analogy. It's fresh. My wife said I should have been on the couch. But can I ask you a question this morning? Do you think you ever celebrate something that was never meant to be celebrated? Have you ever wondered, have you celebrated what you thought was a victory and the father said, that's never what I wanted for you in the first place. You celebrate that like it's a victory. In my world, that's a loss because you've accepted less than what I purposed. Is anybody hearing me in here? I don't know about you, but I like a cup that is overflowing. And it's overflowing because there's something that's continually being poured into me. And what she said, I know what's coming, but it's unexpected. So when I think about my cup, if I'm, if I'm that little cup, What is it, little teapot? How's that little song go? I'm a little teapot? Okay, 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 okay. Point made. But I'm gonna ask you a question this morning. Do you know what's coming? If you say about your cup, I'm full, baby. It's good. My cup is all the way to the brim. How's your day, man? My cup is full. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> then you have no expectation. Right. Because where there's a lack of expectation, there is no reason for him to pour anything out because if you're not expecting it to come, it's not coming. But I don't know what to expect. That's the point. You expect whatever it is he wants to do and he'll begin to pour and it'll begin to overflow. You hear me today. I know something's coming. I just don't know what it looks like. And I want to talk about this. So he says in the psalm, he says, "And goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life." And somebody made the comment at intercession, and like I said, I'll just be a few minutes this morning. But they made the comment at intercession about goodness. They made a comment about this particular scripture, and I said that isn't what he means. I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember exactly how I said it, but something to this effect. That isn't what he means. His intention is for goodness and mercy to follow. See, if we always think goodness and mercy follows us, then what what good is that? Can I ask you a question? Let me make it simple this morning. Tim, help me. Come stand with me. I'm going to call you the blessing. I'll accept that. And you're going to follow me right now, okay? Just follow me. Don't touch me. Just follow me. (laughs) Tim is my blessing. He's my green pasture. He's my still waters. He's a table prepared for me in the presence of my enemies. He's whatever I think I need, whatever the Father believes that I need. And what He's trying to do is fill this cup that I think is full, but I just keep on going. I haven't received the blessing just because the blessing's following me around. He's behind me. It's never God's intention for the blessing to always be chasing me down. The same blessing over and over and over again. It's not blessings singular. It's blessings plural. It's not goodness singular. It's goodness plural. It's not mercy singular. It's mercies plural. What goodness? What mercies? What goodnesses? What mercy sees? (laughs) What blessings? He's always chasing me down. Now I'm going to stop. So I stop. Well, I'm thankful. I got blessing over here, but blessing hasn't yet consumed me. It's just tracking me down. He's following me all over the place, but I haven't yet received the blessing. My cup's not running over until the blessing gets in my cup. Guess who the cup is? You! You are the vessel, you are the temple, you are the place. So what good is it for me to walk around and declare and prophesy all day the blessing is overtaking me. The blessing is following me. Goodness and mercy is following me everywhere that I go. Thank you, Tim. It's a better day when goodness has followed me to the point where goodness has become me. When I have allowed goodness to permeate I have received goodness not as one who is on my backside following me where I go, but I have received goodness as one who lives in me and has now caused me to become goodness. Mercy has followed me until I have now received mercy to such an extent. I have now become mercy. So now what happens? So now I'm not looking for some uh, super spiritual moment of goodness and mercy to follow somebody else. I now can be the goodness and mercy to the somebody else. And I follow them until I impart that goodness. And I can impart that mercy to whomever they are. The enemy, maybe. Uh, yeah. The friend, maybe. Uh-huh. The neighbor, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. See, my cup doesn't run over because what he's pouring out is always chasing me down. Yes. Does it cause the cup to overflow? Does will the cup overflow if I, I wish I had? A full, if I had a full cup, visualize this with me, and I took a pot full of water and I poured it beside the cup, what does it do to the cup? Not a thing. If the water within that cup had become stagnant, was full of amoebas and parasites and whatever else might have gotten in there, pouring water on the outside of it does not infuse that with any new life. Doesn't cause there to be an overflow. It's just, it's wet all around it. There might be life all around it, but within it, life hasn't touched the innermost being yet. Hasn't touched what's inside yet. And the Father says, I'm not interested in whether or not you're a full cup in fact there's no difference between being a full cup or an empty cup because full or empty if there's no infusion of life it's all going to wither away evaporate into nothingness so if I am not allowed to pour myself in your cup will not run over but he doesn't want your cup to run over just because he wants your cup to run over so the way that I caused that to occur is I continue to receive from Him, but I need to make room for what He wants to release. So the goodness and the mercy that has now consumed me and I have become... I can't see goodness and mercy as that thing that's on its way. Right. So Man, any day now, yes. wow. Amen. at any time the blessing is going to get here. Anytime I'm going to get through, at any moment, because I'm being faithful to the Father. No, 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 no. I'm changing my language. Changing my language. I am seeing what does not yet exist. I am prophesying what is not yet. I am calling those things, as Scripture says, that are not as though they are. Why? Why? I am making room for him to get into me what he wants. In that overflow, here's the other side of that. When your cup runs over, do you think for a second he meant it to be wasted? It's not to be wasted. Ask yourself, when you overflow, what are you overflowing into? Who is that blessed Man or woman that is receiving what is now flowing out of you. And ask yourself is what's flowing out of you a blessing? Is what's flowing out of you goodness and is what's flowing out of you mercy? Ask yourself. Because if I have received that goodness and mercy, within me, and I have become goodness and mercy, and it's now flowing out into Matt, and he's receiving goodness and mercy, and it's flowing out into each of you, and you're receiving goodness and mercy. If that is occurring, he's going to continue to pour, and that's going to continue to flow, and it's going to continue to move, and my cup will run over, because I recognize that what the Father is doing, he's increasing his kingdom, because at the end of the day, he is all about increasing his kingdom, and His kingdom is increased when you are. When you are. So I'm going to I'm going to attach something to, to this this morning. When is the last time you were compelled to sell, tell somebody how God has changed your life? When was the last time you had a conversation with anybody? Can I tell you what evangelism is? Come on. It is whatever most people aren't doing. Do you know what the best word for evangelism is? What God has done in you. you know what evangelism is? It's you being goodness and mercy. Yes. And as you become goodness and mercy and you release that to somebody and you have a conversation with somebody and you talk to them about what it is that God has done in you and what Holy Spirit has done in you and how Yahweh has moved on your behalf. And how when you receive Jesus Christ, everything about you changed. In our world, we're thinking, well, you know, that's been so overdone. I'm going to tell you it isn't done enough. That's Do right. yep. yeah. you know what the Father wants to pour out today? He wants to pour in. He wants to release goodness and mercy. But the kind that really does win souls. Yes. Yes. In fact, let me take that back. Glory. I could care less about winning a single soul. That makes it sound like a game. It's not about winning or losing. It's about being a voice. When is the last time that you spoke to a soul that actually needed Jesus Christ? When is the last time that you even inquired or suggested or thought for a second? Is there a need in you for Christ, the Christ that actually redeemed me and changed who I am? When is the last time that your conversation revolved around what Christ has done in you instead of what your neighbor did or your husband did or your wife did or your boss did? Uh Uh-oh. Does anybody hear me today? You want your cup to run over? I'm going to tell you what the Father's not going to... You can empty your cup all day long talking about things that really mean nothing. And He's not going to add anything to it. That's right. But when you begin to pour out of you what He has poured into you, I'm going to tell you the goodness and mercy that you have been waiting on becomes a part of you. It begins to consume you. And you've got to stop seeing yourself as the one waiting on goodness and mercy and begin to see yourself, I am Amen. goodness and mercy. I am goodness and mercy. You want to know when goodness and mercy arrived at the rock today? When I walked in those doors at 645. Goodness and mercy came. And I'm going to tell you, God wasn't in this building before I got here. Jesus wasn't in the rock, this building at 6641 West State Road 46 before I arrived. I was the first one here today. That's why I'm saying that. That's right. It could have been any of you. Come on. God wasn't present That's right. until a godly man or woman walked That's in that door. Right. Because God's not in the business of redeeming buildings and floors and chairs and paint and lights. He's in the business of redeeming men and women and boys and girls and sons and daughters, taking slaves and orphans and vagabonds, setting them free, delivering them, healing them, bringing them into the kingdom of God, causing those who have been outcasts to now become sons and daughters. That's what God is about. That is goodness, and that is mercy, and that is the overflow. So where is goodness and mercy? Look to your right and look to your left. Goodness. Mercy. Goodness. I welcome you, goodness. Bless you, mercy. I'm standing with you, goodness, today. With the spirit of the Lord, with the word of the Lord today. And I'm releasing. Oh, oh, oh. You don't have goodness? I'm not going to go to anybody for this one. I'm going to pretend like there's somebody right here. You don't have goodness? I've got, here, here. Right here. Here's some goodness. Let me tell you what the Spirit of the Lord wants to tell you today. And goodness begins to go. It's like a sucking wind. That's right. Goodness. And the Father says, oh, yes, that's right. Son, you that's just right. made room for more. Hallelujah. Mercy. Nobody will forgive you. Everybody's holding against you what you've done in the past. Ma'am, come on, sir, right. oh, mercy has come to you today. What do you mean, where's mercy? You're looking at mercy. Well, I thought mercy was this super spiritual thing. I'm a little bit of all of that today. I'm here on assignment. I am mercy. I am goodness. Because he's in me. And I release mercy to you today. And when everyone else condemns you, I'm telling you today, I forgive you. But you don't know me. But I know you have lacked mercy. And I forgive you. And the Father says, Oh, Steve. Yeah. You made room for more. And the Father takes his big cup and he says, Mercy. (laughs) And mercy (laughs) and I'm ready again now who now who who? what do you need today 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 I am that what do you mean you're that Oh, I am that because He is fill- I am overflowing. My cup is running over and I want it to spill out on you. It's about to pour out on you because my cup runneth over. And I'm going to pour out. So what are you going to do today? You're going to walk out of this building and you're going to start pouring out. Don't be afraid to tip your cup. Don't be afraid to get up beside somebody and go. (laughs) What are you doing? Give it a second. Just give it a second. What's going on? That's right. There's mercy. Tell me what you're doing. Okay, let's do this. Let me tell you why I'm a changed man. Yeah, exactly. And let me tell you about a place. I'm going to talk to you about the Father. And I'm going to talk to you about His Son. And I'm going to talk to you about His educator. And then you and I are going to take a journey and then you're going to go with me to church next Sunday yeah. and we're going to sit down and you're going to learn and you're going to hear some things that you've never heard before and you're going to find out that you aren't so far out that you can't get in That's right. you're going to find out that it hasn't become so dark that you can't find the light yeah. you're going to find out that you're not so far out of mercy that you can not again rejoice yeah. Yeah. That's right. if you listen right. yeah. give me a minute let me change your life with a word well I'm waiting on a word but I'm waiting on it to come from God God just showed up for you you're God well I'm a son and my daddy made me aware of everything that he needed me to be aware of just for this moment he poured into me exactly what was needed for this very moment how do you know if you give me two minutes, by the time I'm through talking, you will know that there is something in me that I didn't expect, and yet I knew it was coming. I didn't know what it was, but I expected it was coming. And it's a word goodness and mercy. Goodness and mercy. The only reason it's following. It's because it's trying to get to where you are. You can look at the green field. You can look at the pasture. You can look at the still waters. Or you can get right in the middle of it. You can enjoy it because you're in it. Or you can have a lot of hope and always have hope but never have hope realized. Because all you ever do is glance and gaze. My cup runneth over oh, yeah. Pshh. 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 My cup runneth over. How about yours? Yeah. If you've been satisfied with a full cup or if you if you think if you've gotten so used to living with a half a cup, maybe some of you have gotten so used to living with an empty cup, You're just praying for a drop. When you read that scripture, you don't hear goodness and mercy. You don't hear my cup runneth over. You hear a drop just fell in. He's dripping in me. Maybe you've lived with that for so long you think that's the very best that you can get. Can I tell you today that that is a lie against the truth. And the enemy is trying to tell you that you've done all the wrong things to keep you in all the wrong places to keep you from getting all the right things that the Father has set up just for you. You haven't gone so far out and you aren't so far into the darkness that the Father cannot reach you where you are today. No matter where you are, no matter what your thoughts are, no matter what your past looks like, I'm telling you today, everybody look me right in the eye. A simple forgive me father will cause his answer to come to you as quick as you can get it out of your mouth. You know why? Because he's that kind of God. And he is looking for another cup not to fill but to overflow. He is looking for another man and another woman to be goodness and to be mercy oh I don't know if I can do that oh I'm pretty certain you can I'm pretty certain right in the presence of your enemies you can be goodness and you can be mercy do you hear me today you're not too far out there you're not too far out there you haven't you haven't done enough you haven't done enough to separate you from the goodness of God You have not done enough for the Father to turn His face away from you and say, you're a lost cause. You haven't done enough. You haven't thought enough bad thoughts. You haven't wished enough evil on enough people for Him to say you're a lost cause. In fact, the further away you've gotten, the harder He's tried to reach. Do you hear me today? The Father says, I'm not interested in goodness and mercy chasing you down. Let them catch you till it becomes you. Yes. Amen. Be my voice. Be my witness. Be my evangelist. Hallelujah. Speak and declare. Give me a place to keep pouring in so that you can overflow. Stand with me if you would, please. Honey, join me, please.